Just a couple of boys from WA. But if you're not, that's okay. It's the Mitchell and Michael Show. Welcome, everybody, to the podcast. Uh, thank you for downloading. I'm back. I'm, I'm back and, and, and not improved. I'm actually slowing down immensely. We've got three shows left after today's one, but today's great. We've got Scott Phillips, the Motley Fool, on for the last time. I teach you yep. how to make the best Christmas lunch for under a tenner. Oh, look, I'll actually I'll put it out here. It's Because you would have clicked on the podcast because it's the title. And if you make the title, you're the most attention-grabbing story. And there's a reason because this is... I would say this is very. This is one of your most impressive, I would say, sales hacks ever. So much so that the next podcast, uh, you will be, you will be presenting it. Oh, brought to life. You can have it, but like I just want to see <laughs> it. I want to have it, like see it in person. Yeah, because I, be- I absolutely, I can get it done for nine ninety seven. And there's a there's a miracle. Like there's a chance, some of that stuff could be expired. You know it what I mean? It could get like, even cheaper. Like, you get even cheaper than that. Because this, this is essentially full price. Full price. Or, like, sale, but, like, because there's one in there that's, like, a that's a not an everyday price, is it? It's just, like, a... Which one was that? The, the glug, glug, glug? Oh, yeah. I think it's, like, price dropped. Yeah. Clear. Yeah. So, I better try and find some yeah, today. Yeah, that'll be the trickiest one. But, guys, stick around for that. Uh, but first, we'll kick it off uh, with Ben Harvey. Politics. Crime. Sport. Finance. You've heard the news before, but not like this. <laughs> it's Up Early with Ben Ha-Harvey. Michael Ross. Oh, give me those headlines. Scientists have revealed that Botox could be used for men suffering with erectile dysfunction. It brings a whole new meaning to when you say, hey, look when I do this, see nothing moves. I was going to say something along the lines of, uh, it's just a little prick. And then the guy goes, yeah, that's the problem. So, yeah, yeah, that also yeah. works as well. Thanks. But I ran out of time. Uh, Australia Post has announced that stolen parcels have oh, nearly man. halved since this time last year. Oh, good. Yeah. Well, it's hard to get your parcels stolen when they don't arrive. Because <laughs> they're bad. <laughs> uh, Maybe all your Cartier watches were uh, never made their destination. Uh, never, never. A South Australian teen has been rescued after he jumped into Adelaide Zoo's giant panda enclosure to retrieve his phone. Zookeepers said it was very dangerous as the kid would be no match for the panda as he knows next to no kung fu. (laughs) (laughs) I was going because I wasn't expecting that. I was expecting like it was utter pandemonium. Sorry, I was uh, pandering to the lowest denominator. Yeah, it was great. This was the final public quiz of the year last night, Mitch. Oh, Uh, yes. What a, what a start to my public quiz career. Yes, I was not here yesterday, but I did receive the work email that invited everyone to attend. How many went? None, none of the work. None of the work people Well, went. they've had months to go, <laughs> and but people were telling me, they're like, no, you should put it in an email, because not everyone will know. I'm like, yeah. they already know, they just don't want to come. Mm-hmm. And so I put it in an email, and no one extra came, but it was actually a really packed night anyway. <laughs> it didn't bloody need you. Did, we didn't need you. Sorry, guys, couldn't have fit you in. There was one man there yeah. who wasn't playing the quiz. Oh. Uh, he was just enjoying his dinner in the f- in the front bar instead of the dining room. They are normally like your arch nemesis, the people that are in the quiz area but mm. don't want to partake in said quiz. And he was he was quite an old man. Yep. And so you know, I feel like older people appreciate Christmas more. Also, silent. What was he eating? 
He was eating like a steak. Okay, because it you gives know. me an idea of who he is. Yeah, he was just eating a steak yep. with a glass of red wine. <laughs> really? Yeah, and nice. he, was a, he was an older boy, probably around 70. See, maybe so older. now we're looking not tradie. See, it could no, be like ex-businessman. See, that was a good question. Thanks, Mitch. You would think that he would know like the most about Christmas. Because he's been around for more. Yeah, he's been around for... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's just seen more <laughs> than anyone else more. in the room. He's had 70 of them. And he goes... He goes, hey, hold on, mate. Hold on. What you, what's, what's going on? What's this? I'm like, oh, it's the quiz. I'm yep. like, do you want to play the quiz? And he's like, no, 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 no. No, what, what's this? What's this? And he's pointing at me. And yep. I'm wearing, I was wearing a red Christmas shirt. And yep. I was wearing this Christmas hat. Oh, okay. yeah. This which, is a, a black Christmas hat. A black Christmas hat. Yep. I like the irony of it. And it says something that mm. is very Christmassy. Yep. It says, bar humbug. Yes. Which is, I think... It it's like a I don't like it's a it's a Grinchy hat right yeah it's 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 actually very Scroogey okay because yeah. uh, look Michael Caine is Scrooge humbug Jim Carrey is Scrooge ah humbug it's the thing mm. that Scrooges say yeah to disregard Christmas and he's like what is this what does it say and I says oh, it says bar humbug and he goes that's pigeon English and I said what what Sorry? And he's like, yeah, pigeon, like what they speak in Papua New Guinea. He goes, I, I used to work in Papua New Guinea, and uh, humbug, he's like, humbug means like uh, like nonsense, like bullshit. Oh. He's like, so why are you wearing a hat that says bullshit? And I said, because of a Christmas carol. Yeah. And he's like, what's that? I'm like, you know, what do you mean? author Charles Dickens wrote a Christmas carol. He's like, I've never heard of it. What's it about? <laughs> so I then proceeded to tell the plot of A Christmas Carol to a man who was probably old enough that the book came out in his lifetime. Did He had no idea that this is a Christmas thing. Like, I don't even know much about it, but I know that it's about, isn't it about like some dude that comes back and they like say, if you don't change your ways, this is the way you're going to be. Like, all yeah. that, like everyone knows the, that everyone story. Everyone knows Christmas Carol. And I tell you what, that man needs to change his ways. Yeah? How, to think that I was walking around wearing a Papua New Guinea hat. Yeah. What's his hat? Uh, Papua New Guinea bullshit. <laughs> Hoping you get plenty of great presents this Christmas. I hope I don't get maybe another one of these because it didn't suit me for my birthday. Okay. Got myself, like, the Ryobi. Like twenty in one power tool set. I got the drill. I got the two. I got like two sets of drill bits. Nice. I've got myself the the hammer, the claw hammer, and the oh, oh all the good stuff. And the carry bag. Jeez, oh, I tell you what, I'm bloody hard <laughs> <laughs> to get through, and yep. that's why you need a drill. Yep. Yeah, I don't. I haven't used the drill much because I don't have mm. a lot of like handy work. Yeah. I'm not a kind of guy who's like building things all the time. Oh, better whack up a shelf for the missus. She wants a new spice rack. It's uh. like it's not my thing. Uh, so it's just kind of sat there. All right. But I mm. saw my mate. He put up uh, on like his Insta, he put up a story of him like giving his house like this huge clean. Yeah. And he had a Ryobi. Oh, nice. That was like this power cleaner kind of yeah. thing. I was like, oh, that's cool. Like, I should look into yeah. that. Yeah. Because you can use the Ryobi battery in, like, all of the devices. Yeah. Yeah. I've and heard I was like, that, yeah. I'm sorry, Drew. I'm not manly enough for you, but maybe yeah. a cleaner is the perfect thing. Mm-hmm. And then I found yeah. that you can get the same attachment for the cleaner for your drill. So I've turned my drill 
into a glorified scrubbing brush. Oh. But it's amazing. I've like I've taken it down a level, but it has elevated me to a whole new world. That's... Where I'm rolling around the house going, oh, there's a little bit of muck in the ground. Yeah, get it. No, I think that's cool. I was expecting when you said that you did something unmanly, I thought it, you were going to have like, oh, I've named it like Obi Wan Kenobi or like, <laughs> like something weird. I have like now. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing is, there's three different attachments as well. So I can do like yep. the shower glass and like the stove. Mm. I can do all the tiles in the house because my whole house is tiled. <gasps> and the third attachment, this is going to, this is the most manly thing. You can use your drill yeah. with the heavy duty scrubber yeah. on your barbecue. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So I've never looked more manly, but I've reduced this drill mm. to, <laughs> to petty cleaning. Yeah, work. and then you put your toothbrush on it and away we oh. go. Girls, <laughs> Halls Creek has created a danger zone. There we go. Uh, look, with the youth crime picking up and a lot of cars getting stolen... Uh, the town had an idea to create hooning areas outside of town, which is hoped to lure youth driving stolen vehicles away from populated streets. Because once you steal the car, you want to go do some cool hooning. Now, if you guys could please do that shit over there. <laughs> so, yeah. So, they, <laughs> I thought you were going to say they've set up a place and there'll be cars there for them to use. But no, no they're just like, if you steal if them. If you steal one. Go over there. Over there. Um, now, they've scrapped the idea because it's dumb. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> it had a very mixed response. Huh. Look, <laughs> I... What do you think about my idea, though? What? What if we set up an area mm-hmm. with some old, like, bush bashers, some real, like, mm-hmm. just cars in a space where they could just, like, yeah, just go for it. Like, set up a, set up a track for them. Like a demolition. Well, because that's... That's like, then you have to have risk assessments. That's true. You have you to have, have like to have paperwork, insurance. you know? And then they're like, where's the risk? Yeah. I'm like, I'm not siding with the youth crime, but I did grow up in Darwin. So that's how they think, because there was one. But like, not anymore, reformed. So uh, you're saying that if there, is a, if there is an actual space to do it, then there's no risk, then like, they won't want to do it. Yeah. Like, for example, if there was a car, you trick the kids. So yeah. you're like... Oh, I'm so glad that I've locked this car. Time to go inside. Oh, no. I'll just leave me keys here. And then you do that. It's time for all you little bin chickens to dive into Michael's Bargain Bin. Join the Facebook group Michael's Bargain Bin to brag and boast about all your bargain finds. Just call me the Santa of the Bargain Bin because I am bringing you an absolute gift this morning. Mm-hmm. I'm going to show you how to have a Christmas lunch for under 10 bucks. Under 10 bucks? You can't believe it, can you? But no, we're I can't. talking we're talking alcohol, we're talking ham, prawns, all your faves. How? What? what for under a tenner. How? I've crunched the numbers, mate. I've been researching this and building the perfect Christmas lunch for under $10. So here we go. When you get there, What's the first thing you do? You crack open a beer because it's probably a really hot day. Plus it's Christmas day. In you'll put up with your family. Oh, jeez. And so why not have a $2.50 Sail and Anchor Golden Ale? What do you mean? Where's you, you can get uh, from BWS a Sail and Anchor Golden Ale bottle, 330 mils, 2 bucks 50 Jeez. 
Absolutely. That is, that's on sale on Anchor. <laughs> that's amazing. So you, you're knocking back one of those, and you're like, I'd like a little appetizer. Mm-hmm. I guess I'll have a garlic marinated prawn skewer for just a dollar ninety. Oh, yeah, I have seen those. They do look nice. Is that yeah. a deli? That's from the deli counter at yeah. Woolies. Just head up there, get yourself a little so garlic skewer. what are we up skewer. to? Four bucks? Yeah, we're at four bucks. Mm. And you're thinking, we can't get everything else for six dollars. Oh, sure no. not. Well... We continue with because we need a we need ham for lunch, don't we? We need yep. ham and probably a potato. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, yeah. So I often say, you know, it'll go well with this ham. One potato. Now, ham was ham was tricky because I was weighing up. Do you want more bang for your buck, or do you want the least amount of money spent? And we know the rule of the bargain yeah. bin. It's about spending the least. Yeah, so more buck for your bang. So get yourself a hundred grams of Riverland honey ham. Ooh, show me. So uh, you would have seen this one. Oh, it's, it's like regular ham. It's like the, the cheapest ham, the, but it's okay. Christmas, so honey glaze. you yeah. got to have the honey. I mean, ham's ham. Ham's ham. Yeah, so you got that as your ham, and then your spud. So why not a 67-cent potato? You know the ones that you have to clean yourself? Oh, you're supposed to clean those. Yeah, because or peel them, either clean or peel, because it's got, still got dirt on it. Oh, that's usually like for like flavour. <laughs> like Sixty-seven a... cents. So what are we up to? Like seven bucks now? There's not much left to spare. No, okay, you... we've only got about two dollars eighty left. I need something sweet. So pudding. I found mm. the cheapest option for pudding is Cotty's instant pudding. Well, I got to bake it for a dollar eighty. No, you don't have to bake it. It's instant pudding. Oh. You chuck it in the, in the you, microwave. You just mix it together. Oh, you just mix it together. You just mix that bad boy and make yourself an instant pudding. But you're like, ah, that, Michael, that's a little bit vanilla, literally. Yeah. Because uh, it's $1.80 for vanilla pudding mix. I feel like I'd be putting that in the bin. <laughs> that, the music ended at the right moment. So. Uh, and so it's like, let's make this pudding a yep. little bit more festive yep. with chocolate and cherries yep. for a buck. How about a cherry ripe? And you could crumble that ah. into the pudding. You got yourself a Christmas pudding, and that comes to nine dollars ninety-seven. Can you put that? Can you put that together tomorrow? I can build you a Christmas feast. Yeah, for ten under a ten. Because that's pretty. We save three cents. That's pretty impressive in theory, but I want to see it practically. My dad punched someone yesterday. Uh, but Mark's a lovely guy. Why is he punching? Well, I think he's he's uh, he's a cool dad, but I, I think he's like I think he's like an okay uncle. But he's a real like rousing uncle, you know, like, buddy. How are you? Right, like yeah. you know, you see the like when they ruffle your hair. That's kind of what I see he does to me cousins a lot, even though they're like thirty. Come here, and my other cousin, um, he had uh, like a sling on <laughs> on his arm. Oh, what's he done? I mean, you'd assume his shoulder, right? Like, <laughs> like you'd assume something yeah. of the arm. Something's happened. So my dad went up, and it's like, we're very like, and, and my dad's a very like, you know, he talks about his emotions and stuff. He's not like a rough guy, despite me like painting an unfair picture of him. Like, yeah. he doesn't go to the pub. He's not that type of dad. No. But for some reason, around my cousins, he does turn into like a... Ah, you soft cock. Like, he he turns into that, that guy, and I don't know why. I think it's because it's like, he's like, well, that's what i got to do as an uncle, because as a dad, I've failed, because I'm too, like, I talk about my emotions too much. So, cousin rocks up, and 
I'm assuming, because I wasn't there. I don't want to yeah. throw him under the bus here. But, like, I'm assuming he's, and I know my dad, punched my cousin in the shoulder. Oh, so you've come late to the scene, to the scene of the crime. He, even later. I've come to the police report and I'll read it. Because <laughs> he's, I'm assuming he's, like, punched his arm and then kind of gone like, ah, what's wrong with you? Or does it hurt? <laughs> yeah. And on this family group chat, which is, like, and I think my cousin did a great job at this. Mm. Right? It's got like everyone on it. It's got like, you know, like 40 people on this chat. My cousin's written, some people don't know what a sling is for, exclamation mark. I just had surgery. Please don't punch or push me. I'm trying to fix my body. Thanks. <laughs> and, oh. then, and then I went, and I went, I, like, I didn't know what this was about. I, just, yeah. I thought maybe heaps of people have done it. But I was like, okay, that's nice of my cousin to not. Like, read it out. And my dad just wrote, yeah, sorry, mate. <laughs> like, and I just went, yep, that's but, who I would have thought would have done it. But you know what? That Like, he, he obviously didn't feel like he could say anything in the moment. He would have been like, oh, yeah, thanks, Uncle Mark. Yeah, uh, oh, it's getting better. And then later he's gone, please stop. Yeah, it looks more like a public shaming. <laughs> Triple M, Mitchell and Michael, and joining us for the final Cheat Tuesday of the year, the Motley Fool himself, it is the one and only Scott Phillips. Ah, boys, g'day. Yeah, you, uh, you're weird around Christmas. I reckon if, like, someone oh, yeah. gets coal, you're like, that's a good investment. <laughs> <laughs> I am the original Grinch. You're exactly right. Santa Claus like, give all the kids a present. like, well, he took the money, invested that money in. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I did hear, like. Can I say like that, that's a horrible, horrible slur on my name. I did. Uh, I, I did hear someone say during the week. I oh, know. I give my kids presents. I give my kids shares. That's gonna. You know. That's gonna make the money. I'm like. There's a balance somewhere, guys. Like, I, I'm, I'm the shares yeah. guy. I get it. Like you know, and I'm, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna give my young bloke a couple of shares for Christmas, but uh, plenty of toys as well. You know, it's, you, you kind of can't. Yeah, the coal's okay, but a couple a couple of presents are nice as well. <laughs> so what should we like? Are there any traps that appear around Christmas time where you're just going to be throwing your money in and it's probably not too yeah. worth it? Maybe getting a boat. They're just like a hole in the sea. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There are two good days of owning a boat. They reckon the day you buy it, the day you sell it. I'm not sure if that's true. Have not owned a boat, but the best, the better thing that's a mate with a boat. By the way, that's yeah. what you really want for Christmas. Uh, look, no. The big thing is basically trying to keep a handle on what you're doing over the Christmas period, right? So presents for Aunty June and presents for the young blokes and presents for you know, There's so much money going out everywhere. Trying to keep tabs on it is a really, really tough one. We have plenty of hangovers, plenty of proper hangovers around the Christmas period, but maybe, I'm not sure about the worst one, depends how hard you hit the bottle, but one of the worst ones is the, the January money hangover. And that's where you kind of get the credit cover. You're like, oh, bloody hell, what did I do? So just, you know, I'm going to kind of ask people not to give people coal for Christmas, but just take take half a step back before you wander into the shopping centre and just put the card down and say, you know what, charge it up, I'll worry about it next month. Do, do future you a favour. Worry about it this month instead. Just make sure you're not overspending. That's probably the big one. The other one is just, it's probably a bit late now, boys, but uh, you do as much shopping, not necessarily in advance, but the later you leave it, the less you're going to shop around, the more you're probably going to pay. There are so many online sites these days. You can save quite a bit of money if you get stuff in time. Now, maybe you haven't got that time, but at least shop around online before you go shopping and see what prices are around. Um, it, it, it's amazing how much money people know this. Amazing how much money you can save. Just a little bit, of, you know, the old yellow pages that let your fingers do the walking. Uh, let your fingers do the walking on the typewriter and make sure you get the best price. Now, is there a present that you kind of lean on where it's like the most value for the least amount of money? <laughs> That's a great question. Um, geez. 
if, honestly, ask people what they want. <laughs> rather, mm. rather than buying something, you know, you go and splurge something. Hey, they'll love this, and no, you don't like it at all. So best value for money is not so much necessarily how, what you save, but what the uh, what the recipient gets for it. That's always a good choice. I've bought my lady wife uh, presents over the years. Some have been good, some have been bad. The worst ones are the ones she didn't really want in the first place. I've never seen again. The best ones are the ones she loves. So maybe that's the yeah. that's the top money tip I reckon at Christmas time. Just uh, yeah, ask people what they want. <laughs> it's not quite as not quite as exciting, but it's uh, going to be a, a much better hit, and that's bang for the buck right there. You strike me as a guy that buys the missus like an I'm. You folks are loading up on the last last cheap Tuesday before Christmas, aren't you? Let's really give it to him and cover him for the cover for the Christmas period. I have never given you can I tell you, my uh no, my so speaking of that, my old man gave my mum a uh, a mix master back in the day, way back in the day. Good one. Can I say that that story has become family folklore that I, I knew well and truly not to buy the uh, the lady wife uh, an iron for Christmas or for her birthday. Yeah. I've stayed well and truly away from household gifts. Because now you have two Christmases because your parents got divorced. <laughs> yeah. it wasn't quite that bad but she paid for it <laughs> Merry Christmas Scott and to you boys and your listeners thank you if you enjoyed the Mitchell and Michael podcast remember to subscribe leave a review and share with your mates